Hey, welcome my friends to this week's episode of Motivational Moments with Maria. I'm your high performance coach, Maria, and I am thrilled and honored that you're listening in. I love, 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 love all the feedback and suggestions, so keep them coming. You know, every week is my intent with this podcast to help you stay more focused, more energetic, disciplined, inspired, and positive, so you, yes, you can experience more excitement, productivity, fun, and joy in all areas of your life, and it helps me stay crazy energetic, passionate, and obsessed about my work and studies in personal growth and personal development. Because if I can make a difference in one person's life, I am fully excited and charged. And every day, at the end of the day, I want to say, yes, bam, I crushed it. It was a great day. And I helped make a difference in someone's life. And isn't that what you want at the end of the day too? So let's get on with today's episode, which actually came as a suggestion from one of you. So today I'm coming to you from the beautiful Napa Valley, California venue. It is so beautiful. I'm here to attend a very, very good friend's daughter's wedding. And as I looked around, I said, this sort of event takes significant amount of planning in order to execute such an event. So this phrase you've probably heard before, but it's definitely worth repeating over and over and over again. So proper planning and preparation prevents piss poor performance. Yes, that's what I said. So I'm going to say it even one more time. Proper planning and preparation prevents piss poor performance. Now just imagine, imagine the type of planning it takes to execute a flawless wedding. I mean, it takes a lot of planning and preparation. So I'm going to not repeat it again, but I'm just going to call it the seven P's. Oh, wait a minute. One more time. Proper planning and preparation prevents piss poor performance. And based on this event, this past weekend, There was a lot of proper planning. So we had an exciting and beautiful and just memorable event. So now first you say, hey, wait a minute, I've heard that saying, but where did it come from? Really, it's an old military term, specifically that the British Army used, and it's been used by civilian and military educators and trainers for hundreds of years. There are several different iterations of this, But this one really resonated with me, and it says it like it is. I mean, it's bottom line. Imagine, imagine the preparation and planning for military flight missions and other life and death situations that the military faced. So they really had to plan. And as with anything in life, like I said, we need to properly plan and prepare, or we will not perform at our optimal peak levels. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever just kind of slap something together only to realize that you had the wrong tools, the wrong location, the wrong time, the wrong systems, the the wrong people, the wrong ingredients. You get frustrated and sometimes you just throw in the towel and say, forget about this. And I'm here to tell you, I have experienced it many, many, many times and there's nothing more costly than rework. Now, back in my corporate days, when I taught the quality improvement process, we had to constantly think through each and every 
process. Hey, we'd ask ourselves, what is the next handoff point? Who will be receiving it? And then have a mitigation plan. You may call it a plan B if you fail to determine what areas of improvement we might have. Then we constantly make minor corrections and then we test it. And quality improvement is just basically, it's a structured approach to evaluate the performance of systems and processes. And then we say, okay, what needs improving in both functional and operational areas? Successful efforts rely on the routine collection and analysis of data. So you're constantly tweaking and asking what if questions. What if I added this? What if I added that? What if I changed, made a minorification here? Maybe if I tweak this process a little, I might be more efficient. And I want you to hear this. This formula works for any type of project, whether it's a personal project or for your career. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. So imagine the time and effort it took to create this wedding. So we had, you know, the caterers, we had the venue, we had the musicians, we had the photographers, you have all that. But let me take something a little simpler for you. Take a task that you want to complete. And I'm going to use something as simple as meal planning and preparation. And voila, the key words are planning and preparation, meal planning and preparation. And this works for, as I said, for anything you want to do. And since I do this once a week, I got this, baby. Okay, I got this, all right? And, and as I do it, I find little things that I can do to improve it. So the most important step is the preparation. So start early. Now, I review previous meals to uncover what we liked, what we didn't like, what recipes worked, what ingredients are still in stock at home, so I don't duplicate. Then I look at the upcoming calendar and determine what days we will be dining at home and what things I will need meals for. Now, based on that, I can calculate how many meals we will need to prepare or I will need to prepare because my husband doesn't cook and how many people to cook for. I may have guests one night and I need to accommodate for that. Then I review the menu to make certain everyone understands the meal plan and perhaps discuss special needs. In today's world, you know, we have vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, etc. So you really need to be on top of it. Okay, so now we're cooking, baby. Okay, what's next? I evaluate. Do I have all the ingredients I need to create the meal selected? It's time to check the pantry for spices and other staples and fresh ingredients. Okay, what's the next step? Work through any potential issues that may happen. What that may happen. What happens if the oven breaks down? Oh yes, it's happened. On a Thanksgiving dinner, I was cooking for 40 people. Go to plan B. Go to plan B. What happens if the refrigerator stops working? Always have a plan B or a mitigation plan. So ask the if then questions. So if the refrigerator breaks down, then move all the food to the cooler or spare refrigerator. If the oven breaks down, then use the outdoor barbecue. So now I need to make sure there's plenty of ice in the spare freezer and that there is enough propane if I have to cook on the grill. Yes, my friends, it has happened. So are you getting this preparation and planning situation phase? Now what's next? Making the list of what I need to purchase at the store. I never go shopping without a grocery list because I will inadvertently forget something, get frustrated and have to go back, which is rework, which is double work. Is everything there? What stores will I go to and what if they are out of stock? What alternative stores are there and what alternative products might work? Now, I know this seems basic, but I'm here to tell you that if you treat every task 
or project with this mantra in mind, you will create more free time, more successes, and you will increase your productivity. So now I'm home, I'm ready to cook the meals. I use the same process in cooking as I did. I prepare, wash, separate, season, and cook. Now, once the meals are all cooked, it's cool down and then prepping the meals in their containers by color. Blue is for him, red is for me. It's really quite, quite simple and it works beautifully. Now, here's the great thing. We don't have to think about cooking every day, which gives me the opportunity to be more productive during the day and keeps my brain in the zone it needs to be in. Now, our poor little brain has enough decisions to make every day. And at the end of the day, man, it's tired. So I've applied the planning and preparation to prevent piss poor performance and eat healthy because it's at the end of the day. What happens? I'm tired. I don't feel like cooking. Oh, let's go to the fast food store or let's go out, which you know we're going to eat more, which is not healthy. So let's apply this to your profession. Have you started to think about what you want to accomplish during the second half of 2022? It's June. It's almost here. So the time is now to look back. What, do I, what did I say I was going to accomplish? And what's that one project I wanted to do, but I haven't started it yet? It's time to recalibrate. It's time to reset. It's time to reset. So say, what did I accomplish in the first half of the year? And how did I do it? Who helped me do it? Where did I do it? What did I learn? What would you do again? What tweaks would I make to improve? So we always have to evaluate our past performance so we can improve our future performance. Now this helps us grow and improves our unique, our own unique quality improvement process. So next time, my friends, when you tackle a project, use this process that I outlined and you will be more efficient, more productive, and you'll be amazed at how much more free time you have to go to the movies, hang out with the kids, go to the gym, whatever it is you want to do. Whatever it is, just use this process that I outlined. It takes some time to develop the routine and the habit, but I'm, you will be grateful to yourself for having done it. So that's it for this week, my friends. I hope you received some value in this episode, and I would love it if you would share this podcast with your friends and family. Thanks for listening in today. Let's get you prepared to finish the year strong. Finish the year strong. And if you have any more comments or suggestions, just shoot me a message on Facebook, Coaching with Maria. And until next time, stay focused, stay positive, and continue to find new ways, new ways of having fun. And no matter what you choose to be, do, or have, do it with passion, my friends. Thanks for listening in today.